Yes, we Lord. want the Lord. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Light beam, we on a ultra light beam. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. This is everything. This is everything. We fly, no lie. You notice. Know we rise outside. It's like showbiz. Podcast, baby. We are here. We are here yet again. We are at episode 14. That's 14 weeks. You know the vibes, man. On this side, always high, always good. I'm always me, and you gonna love that shit, baby. Damn. Fuck is going on, man. Shout out to everybody out there. It is Valentine's Day weekend. It is President's Day weekend. Um, fuck all them niggas. Um, but it's a three day weekend, y'all. Another one. Anything special planned? Nope. Not for the three day weekend part, honestly. At least that part. Don't give a shit about that. Um, I, I am the three day weekend podcast, but the three day weekend podcast is not me. All right, now I'm getting too philosophical too early, but how is everybody doing? I hope your vibes are up right now, and if they aren't up, I'm going to be here to lift them up. I'm going to be here to lift up your spirits because that's what I do, okay? My positive vibes be through the roof, through the ceiling, to the sky, to the moon. 
okay, to all other universes, to the Milky Way. I like to stay high off life and drunk off alcohol. Okay, that's how I like to stay. That's where I like to stay. That's what I like to do. I'm sorry if you don't agree with my life habits. I don't give a shit. But if you're listening to this, you probably do. Because we probably do it together. But anyway, what's up, y'all? Let's get this show on the fucking road. Oh, my God. I got a nice busy weekend ahead of me. Nice little getaway. You know the vibes all day. But we are here. I'm here to give you a good show today, y'all. Hopefully a good show. Even though every week I think it's a great show. Every week I think it's the absolute best. And it just keeps getting better and better. Could be getting worse. I don't know. I don't care. But anyway, let's get to the start. I didn't want to start this way but it's just something that's happening right in my life at this very particular moment so i really hate nosy motherfuckers and what i mean by that is people who are constantly listening to you right always trying to put themselves in your business doing exactly what you don't want them to do stay out of my shit okay stay get your nosy dropping ass out of my fucking view Okay, I don't need, and I hate when you make it obvious. When people make it obvious, it's just ridiculous. It's because like, okay, I can see you. I can see your ears perking up. I can see your earlobes widening when I start talking, when somebody starts talking around me or anything. So why do you do it? Do you, well, you got all the gossip in the world? Is it because maybe you don't have a life and you need to connect to mine? I don't know. But basically, I hate it. And it's mad annoying. Because, it, like I said, it's obvious, right? It's so obvious. You know, you could be out in a public setting anywhere and uh, a specific person, these specific people, they could just be watching you. You're like, bro, I see you. I see your ears perked up, percolated up. Just chill. Hold on. Just relax, okay? Close your earlobes for a minute. Throw in your ear pods and not transparency mode. Regular, listen to your music, turn your volume all the way up, blow your shits out, I don't care. Just stop listening to me. I know I must see TV, I know I must listen, podcasts, okay, all that. I got a voice of a god, of an angel, but come on, you gotta take a break every once in a while, right? I really wanna dedicate this episode to my dog. My man is down bad right now, y'all. Go ahead and send him your prayers and your spirits, lift that man up. He's struggling, but he's going to be all right, man. That's my dog, man. It's always been my dog. He's going to be good, okay? For the next, I told him, the next 10 weeks straight, if we need to go back to Vegas where it all stays, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that. We're going to go back. We're going to fucking go crazy for the next 10 weeks straight. We're going to go crazy and do everything we need to do back in Vegas. And by Vegas, I mean home. Well, home is home, okay? Nothing like it, all right? We're going to have the, the best of times that we've been having, and that's just what we're going to do. And we're going to get my man back right. We're going to have him feeling good, dipping and flipping, sucking and licking, all of it, right? All the nasty, right? Anyway, anyway, I'm throwing my man spot up too much. Anyway, shout out to you, dog. I'm dedicating episode 14 to you, my big man. All right, anyway, wait, pause. Pause, that was sus. But anyway, man, we're gonna, we, we got a few things to discuss today. Um, I'm definitely going to give you guys another Black History Month fact. In fact, I will do that right now. Um, it's also a highlight. I recently watched a video, not a video, excuse me, a documentary 
um, on Motown. I don't know if you know Motown, very legendary um, music label. One of the one of the well, really, you know, the first black owned label that was by Barry Gordy. Barry Gordy, excuse me, um, legendary exec. You know, he started it from the bottom. <clears throat> excuse me, he started it from the bottom. Uh, started it on his own. Realized there was a need for, you know, creators to kind of be at the head because he was a writer himself. Um, you know, he didn't really sing or anything like that, but he was a writer. He was very in tune with the creative process, all of that stuff. And, you know, that hadn't really been seen at all before. So he wanted to create something different. And it fucking worked out, man. We had years and years of hits. And I bring that up specifically from that whole thing, who I really wanted to talk about was Stevie Wonder. And if you know who Stevie Wonder is, I mean, you have to know who Stevie Wonder is, man. Whether you know him from his legendary music, his time on TV, his time anywhere, anytime you've seen him at award shows, getting all types of awards, Grammys, or you've seen him, you know, for the younger generation, maybe you've seen him in a meme because people use him all the time because he's blind and he just be looking cool as shit, blind as hell, but he's a cool-ass dude, right? I didn't realize how talented this man really was. When I, when I say that, like, we know he's talented, right? The nigga plays the piano, sings amazingly, does all these instruments. That's enough right there. He's blind, right? That's enough, right? You can stop right there, and you would already consider this dude a legend. Yo, I didn't realize he started so young. It was like he walked into the, they called the Hitsville, USA. That was the the studio, the all the departments. That was the main building for where Motown started and where it, you know, built its legacy. 11-year-old kid, 10-year-old, 11-year-old kid walks in, you know, you got legends there already. You got guys like Smokey Robinson, um, all these different groups, The Temptations, all that stuff. Ten-year-old kid walks in, uh, blind, right? Got needs assistance. Goes right over to the piano on the piano right away, going crazy. They in there like, well, okay, wow, that's amazing, that's great, son. Then the nigga go to the harmonica. Now he on the harmonica singing, blowing, all that shit, man. This dude is a 10-year-old, 11-year-old kid, and he was famous by 12. You know, they obviously, they were like, yo, we need to get this kid on the team, sign him, all of that shit. They got him on there, and that's where Stevie Wonder started. You know what I mean? I, one of his biggest things, he was at the Apollo. They wanted to take him off stage. It was over, but he said, no, nah, I'm coming back. 12 years old, he's on stage. Everybody get your hands up, yeah, clap, all that. Playing harmonica, man, the dude was immensely talented i couldn't even believe how talented this dude was like that young straight prodigy you know and that's when they called him the genius you know and that wrote that word was thrown around a lot it still is but they were like no this kid is truly a genius you know this young out playing all these people on all these different instruments has the voice of a fucking angel and can, there's nothing he can't do when it comes to music and it's almost like how do you learn this stuff on your own you know what i mean like he wasn't like he was taking a bunch of courses of course, you know, once you get in the business, you start getting better and stuff. All these uh, resources are given to you. But, man, that's some real crazy shit. And then, obviously, from that point on, you know, he became, you know, Stevie Wonder. And the rest is literally history. So, man, that's definitely that's my Black History Month fact and highlight today, man. Make sure you guys are reading up and doing something, man. Just do your part. Do your part or you're a racist. Okay, I'm going too far, but just do something. Might as well. Why not? You know what I mean? You don't know enough about it. You might as well learn about it. We are Americans too, buddy, right? And our history is just as important, and they don't teach us that. And it's not your fault all the time. You might not have nothing against it, but go out there and read a book 
uh, look at an article online. You can go on Twitter and put in the hashtag Black History Month facts, and you'll learn a bunch of shit you didn't even know. But if you don't want to do any of that, I'm going to keep giving you this every week until the end of the month. All right? Damn, I made that sound like I got to stop. But just to keep y'all informed and keep y'all fresh, man, I'm going to keep giving this to y'all for real. Yo, did y'all know that buffets was open? Like, when did a... See, I'm a nigga that loves buffets. You know, my big fat ass loves going to a buffet. You're telling me for $15, I can go out and eat anything I want. Anything I want. I can sit here all day for 15 Come on, man. That's a broke nigga's dream. That's a rich nigga's dream. That's a middle class nigga's dream. That's everybody's fucking dream. That's just amazing, right? You know, and, and especially them... them Chinese buffets that got the different foods. Ooh, they mix it up a little bit. They spice it up. Might have some regular American French fries over here. Some, uh, look, that sounds crazy. But some regular chicken wings over there. Then you have your Chinese food over there. And, of course, you're going to touch that. But you might get a little sick of the general gals. You might get sick of the sweet and sour, right? So you can dabble around. Get yourself some white rice. Boil it right the fuck up. The shit is amazing. And, you know, I, I thought... I thought they were down for the count. I thought buffets had no chance of even coming back at once this whole pandemic thing was over, right? I guess I thought wrong. I, I guess I really thought wrong because one of my favorite buffets, you know, I was driving by it the other day and I saw that it was open and I saw people up at the thing doing what they normally do. Um, They had masks on, but everybody's touching everything. So I'm like, bro, this shit is insane. Like this is me, me, me from a distance, like just driving by, just seeing the place i'm like um that can't be normal or that can't be okay i i don't get it right and i know they were closed probably in the beginning but every restaurant was closed in the beginning at some point but i thought buffets like i said i thought they were down for the count so um in real fat boy fashion i had to find out for myself so about this is about two weeks later i said you know what ever since that first time i'm like you know what i'm gonna try that shit i'm gonna go see it in there see what they're doing see how they're giving it up in there if they're really following protocol wink wink i go in there this was a few days ago i finally decided to go up in there and i'm like uh okay I'll step in this looks like more people than i expected i'll be honest it was kind of packed in there it wasn't it's not the biggest buffet so you know there's minimal space anyway they built up these walls try to spread people out but the place is kind of small so you can only spread people out so far and i still decide to walk in there i got my mask on masked up i see a couple waitresses they all got their masks on see a couple chefs cooks in the back at the sushi station got his mask on okay Hey, first test, we're good. Six feet distance between the tables, maybe five and a half, maybe even four. We'll leave it at that. Just put us somewhere back in the corner. Go back to the corner. And then I go, as we normally do, you put your jacket down, you get a water, and then, you know, you don't want to get nothing too heavy there to drink because you want to fill that belly up. Go over to the station, right? This one is not a big one, like I said, so it has just a long station, one long station, and, you know, to my surprise, you actually weren't able to grab your own food. I'm like, okay, no, this is sensible. Now, this makes sense. I thought I saw something completely different, you know, a couple of weeks ago. But they just, they had um, almost like a, a fast casual restaurant kind of style. Like, for example, like a Chipotle or a Sweet Green or one of those places where it was people behind the glass now serving you. Um, and they went even another level. They had straight up paper plates. I felt like I was at home. 
You know, you give me a paper plate, so you throw in a plastic fork and knife, and I'm home. Wait, not a plastic knife, because I got a whole gripe with plastic knives. Those are probably the worst invention ever created, ever known to man, because what the fuck is a plastic knife going to cut? Back to the point. Sorry, got off track. Everything is plastic. Everything is paper. So I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I mean, if you go to a Chinese buffet and the place ain't dirty, why would you eat there? You know, you gotta, you have to go to the Chinese food places that look kind of dusty. If you see a rat crawl across the floor, maybe run around in the back somewhere, that is the best food you're going to get. Okay. And I'm not lying. You may think I sound crazy. You know, if I go to McDonald's, and I see a rat. I'm not eating at the McDonald's. If I go to a Dunkin' and I see a rat running around somewhere, I'm not going to that Dunkin'. But if I go to the Chinese food spot and I see rats playing ping pong in the back with the chef, I'm eating all that food. I know that fried rice finna be fire. I know that chicken finna be fire. I know that teriyaki finna be teriyaki in. Like, everything in there is gonna hit. I'm, I'm telling you right now. If you walk into them small Chinese places, go ahead and get the food. Order everything on the menu. It's gonna be very worth it. That food lasts like 8,000 days because it's full of all the preservatives and MSG you can fucking find. So, don't worry about it. Uh, it don't, you don't have to eat it all in one sitting. Throw that shit in the fridge. You might even want to leave it out. Hey, I'm just giving you jewels. I'm giving you tips that you can go on to the next level with your life and just be so happy about. <laughs> I I really didn't know if I wanted to go on a tangent that far uh, with the Chinese food shit, but whatever, man. It just, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to, oh, wait, actually. Before I get into my Reddit stuff, my Reddit discussion, right? Because I like to give y'all a discussion. I want to know something. Is supporting um, someone you may know's OnlyFans wrong? Is is there something wrong about that? Do you see an issue with that? Because someone that I do know sent me a link, right? It said support the cause. Okay. First of all, I'm not supporting the fucking cause. Okay, if the shit's follow for free, maybe I'll follow for free, but I'm not supporting the fucking cause. Come on, I'm, I almost feel actually kind of insulted. I'm not gonna lie, because really, why the fuck do you think I'm gonna support the cause? Did you think I'm fucking nasty like that? I mean, I guess, but damn, I don't want to support the cause. Now that you force it down my throat, see, I like finding out, like, oh, that bitch got OnlyFans. Okay, <laughs> let's see what that's about. But when you put it in my face, I'm kind of like support. Which one I'm finna support. I don't want to see none of you at all. No desire to. Never did. Never will. So I, I'm not going to support. I'm just not going to. And that brings me to a whole nother thing. Do you just support in general? Say it is somebody you know, right? You know, you, you they, they starting this shit off. Do you just give them the subscription? Do you give them the, 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 the little $5 and then dip and never look at the page again? See, I can't trust myself with that kind of power. You know, this is off the topic of someone sending it to me. This is just in general because I did see this question floating around. Is it is it like supporting a small business? Is it in the same realm? Is it the same thing? I don't really know. It's very tricky for me. Very, very muddy lines there because I can't promise that if I pay that five or ten, and I'm not paying it every month now, it's not going to carry it away, that I'm not going to want to see what's going on on there. Is a man so wrong? to do so i don't know 
I mean, if if it's your fellas that's trying to do their OnlyFans, then whatever. Maybe go ahead and pay, but you ain't gonna. I ain't gonna look. All right, bro. I'm not gonna do that. But I'll, I I might throw you the five the five e. Might not tell nobody about it though. But go ahead and think about that, y'all. Is it is it the same as supporting your LLC? Because these people are running around talking about I'm I'm a, I'm a LLC now. I'm a business. I'm a businessman. I'm a businesswoman. And if it's you put it that way, it's like okay, I might support. But don't send me no fucking links in the DMs. Please don't, because I'm definitely not going to support that way. Um, I like the promotion. I like the tactics, the marketing strategies. But you got to have the product. You can be the best at marketing, but if you ain't got the product, I ain't about to fuck with it. Okay? So, anyway, but I did want to get into my Reddit Reddit discussion. You know, we are getting to that 20-minute point. Ooh, we are good, though. We got enough time for all of that. And you know, I didn't even think I had enough for the. I thought I didn't have enough shit for this show. That's the crazy part. Um, I thought I was gonna run out of a bunch of shit for Reddit, right? Um, you know, like like I said, like I say every week, it's gonna be a discussion from there. Something that I want to give my piece on, give my two cents. Um, you know, answer some questions for some guys, and I am in there. Um, I am on Reddit doing the same thing. I'm, I'm everything I'm telling you guys right here, I am writing it out on there answering these people these people's questions straight up on there giving them a deep insight. But anyway, so this guy says I am a 24-year-old and I feel I have to achieve a lot and settle down in life by the time I turn 30. Why do I feel like I'm running out of time? How do I overcome this? Now, this is something I see every day with, you know, people around me, people I see just anywhere online. Uh, people feel like they have to get to a certain point by a certain age. And that's okay. That's perfectly fine. But this is kind of my answer on this. I think it's a combination of traditions and our select peers have made it seem like things need to be done at a certain pace in order for your life to be considered a success. Um, you know, but you have to question yourself. Figure it out. If having all these things done by this specific age, whether it's 30, 35, whatever you know will actually make you happy um try to imagine you know what life is like at that point once you get you know settle down the family the career success all of that try to imagine what life is actually like are are you satisfied like fully i'm telling you put put yourself fully in that position do you feel like you are completely satisfied uh are you happy and if you really think about it you might not be because we'll get to that point and then we say Okay, think about it this way. Say you live another 50 years. You think you'll be comfortable with that settled mindset that uh, you were chasing, you know, you're in your 20s, you were chasing for, like you were chasing to get to that point, like that was the end all be all. Now you have to live 50, 60 years with that same foundation. And to some people, that sounds great. I get it. It's the comfortable side of it. It feels comfortable. It feels nice to be stable for that long. But people always say life is short, right? But in reality, life is a really long, drawn-out kind of marathon that we don't realize, you know, how long this thing can really take because we're so caught up in our daily things, we're our daily, what's the next move, what's this, what's that. But I think when you get to that point, you know, you're going to get to that 30 and, you know, you're settled and you've made it and you've done everything, right? I think you'll quickly realize what's there more for me to do and then you know some people you know they get to that 30 and then they wait until they're 40 for them to say 
oh my God, like I need to do something else. And that's where people will come into these midlife crises. And that's where you get in, run into trouble because, uh, you know, at some point it might actually be too late. I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I believe it's never too late. You can be 85 years old. And if you want to fucking make sure you, you want to run a marathon, you know, the bucket list, whatever you want to do, I think you always have the time to do it. It just takes God, God willing. You know what I mean? Because health problems, you know, some things happen that we can't control, but I never think it's too late to just try things you want to do. So that's my mindset on that. But kind of back to answering the question specifically, like I said, so you say you live another 50 years and, you know, you think you'll be, well, you, do you think you'll be comfortable being settled for that long? Probably not. And you never want to have regrets like that. You know, you want to be able to f live while you're young, feel like you're young while you're young and then you want to enjoy this time you want to live in the present i'll put it this way at the simplest level you know you could make a pros and cons list about the future like you know a pros ver like what i when i say that you know it sounds kind of confusing but you would you know put yourself back in that point like okay you've made it what's the good thing about me making it right now and what's the bad thing that's how you can overcome it you know and find what you really want because that's what this all comes down to that's the main message here is figuring out exactly what you want and what you'll be happy with because you know you're living your life you know you have full control over your own life so it, it really comes down to what you think will make you happy and then another thing you have to check realistically if it's even possible for you you yourself to be completely settled down in everything by 30. You know, don't don't be in denial. Don't let the outside factors get into you. Truly think to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Because we do that a lot. We lie to ourselves. If you don't, don't lie to yourself, actually go in the mirror and say, okay, strip yourself of all the denial. Nobody else is here. It's just you and your thoughts. And where I am right now at 24, 25, is it realistically... Is it realistically possible for me to get to this completely full settled down thing by that 30 mark? And if you don't lie to yourself, a lot of the time you can say, um, no, I honestly don't think it's realistic. Like for me right now, I don't think it's realistic um, because just where my life path has gone, uh, all the different routes I've taken to get even where I am right now sitting here. Uh, you know, it's things have been taking a long time and I struggled with that a lot trying to figure out, damn, am, am I going slower? Because people around me were going at different paces, doing different things. Um, you know, going to college for me was a whole different route than most people would take. And I went, graduated way later than everybody else. Like, so I struggled with that for a while, but then I came to realize like, no, I'm only 25 and there's no rush to get anywhere. You know what I mean? It, it, got to enjoy the process enjoy the journey and honestly you know when i've talked to people who are in that that made it to that 30 mark and you know they're 31 and they've realized that okay this isn't everything it's cracked up to be they'll tell me you know your, your 30s is where you can really blossom in terms of your career in terms of your family in terms of your success you reach a different level of maturity where you're finally ready to settle down and that can happen at 31 32 33 34 35 it doesn't matter as long as you just do it, you know, make sure you check with yourself. That's how you kind of bring yourself to reality. 
you'll be able to get a real answer. And I think this whole thing will be made a lot easier. You know what I mean? Take out all the outside factors. Take out everything you believe or you were told to believe growing up. And think what you want and think how you feel and then go exactly with that. A lot easier said than done, I know. But it's very possible. You know, our whole lives we're told so many different things. We're trying to follow these traditions. We're trying to follow these stereotypes. They told me I was supposed to do this, so I'm going to do this. No. Now that you're an adult, you have a very well-functioning brain. You can read. There's all these things, um, you know, disposable to you whatever the word is, there's so many things that you can do out there, so many options for you. So go ahead, man, take control of your own life, take control of yourself, and figure it out, and figure it out. I think you'll you'll learn a lot, and you'll realize a lot. You'll realize that a lot of this shit is bullshit, man. A lot of these things with pace and time and speed, it's all bullshit. Time is is a social construct, man. I'm telling you, shit is man-made, bro. <laughs> okay, that's deep, but that's for a different day, but that's at the basis of this whole thing. You can do anything you want at any fucking pace at any time as long as you're good, as long as you're a fucking okay with who you are and you're happy. That's all that matters in the end, man, no cap. And I'm going to go ahead and end on that point, y'all. Thank you so much, man, for tuning in to another episode of the Three Day Weekend Podcast with your boy Q, the host, the big host, the big dog. Thank you, guys, man. It means so much that you guys keep coming back here week after week to to, to, to turn up with me, to listen to me, to discuss with me, all of that shit, man. Okay, it, it really means a ton. I feel like I do this every week, but it really does, man. We 14 weeks in. 14 pods, 14 weeks, you know the vibes, all right? Y'all go have a good rest of your day, good rest of your night, whatever you're doing right now. Like I said, thank you. Have a fucking blessed weekend, week, day, night, morning. Kiss your man, kiss your girl, kiss your wife, kiss your husband, kiss your kids, kiss your siblings. Do it all. Tell them you love them. And if you don't know anything, Big Q loves you. All right, y'all. Peace out. I'm going to see y'all next week. Have a good one, y'all. Peace. And since I deprived y'all of the straight classic from the beginning of the show, I got Ultra Light Beam by Kanye West and Chance the Rapper right here to send y'all out. Turn this shit up, y'all. Come on now. Yes, Lord. Yes, 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 sir. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 Hallelujah. Deliver us serenity, deliver us peace, deliver us love, yeah, we know we need it. You know we need it, you know we need it.
for Paris, pray for the parents. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. We on an ultra light beam. We on an ultra light beam. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. This is everything. Blessings, why oh why'd you do me wrong? You persecute the weak because it makes you feel so strong. Don't have much strength to fight, so I look to the light to make these wrongs turn right. Head up high, I look to the light. Hey, cause I know that you'll make everything alright, and I know that you'll take good care of your child. Oh, no. I will shield your name. I will feel their questions. I will feel your pain. No one can judge. They don't, they don't know. They don't know. Foot on the devil's neck to the drifted Pangea. I'm moving all my family from Chatham to Zambia. Treat the demons just like Pam. I mean, I fuck with your friends, but damn, Gina. I've been this way since Arthur was in Eater. Now they wanna hit me with the woo out the bam. Trying to snap photos of family uh. My daughter look just like Sia You can't see her You can feel the lyrics The spirit coming in braille Tumming of the underground Come and follow the trail I made Sunday candy I'm never going to hell I met Kanye West I'm never going to fail He said let's do a good ass job With Chance 3 I hear you gotta sell it To snatch the Grammy Let's make it so free And the bar so hard That it ain't one gosh darn part You can't tweet This is my part Nobody else speak This is my part Nobody else speak This little light of mine Glory be to God, yeah I'ma make sure that they go where they can't go If they don't wanna ride, I'ma still give them raincoats Know what God said when he made the first rainbow Just throw this at the end of fucking lane for the intro uh, I'm just having fun with it You know that a nigga was lost I laugh in my head cause I bet that my ex looking back like a pillar of salt uh, Cause they flip the script on your ass like Wesley and Spike